It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Gary Ross. Monday, Monday. We've been humming that song here in the studio. Good morning. Welcome into the program, or I have anyway. Uh, welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and we say good morning to Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us. Ah, around the horn we go. Ward, how are you this morning? Outstanding. Garrett? I'm good. It's Monday, guys. It's Monday. Well, I tell you what, there is a ton to talk about uh, and, a, and a lot to get to. Uh, did anybody, as we wrapped up the program on Friday morning at 9 a.m., did anybody in this room say, you know what, by Monday when we re- rejoin, or <laughs> uh, there's, there's not going to be any more Baylor basketball. Did anybody have Baylor out on both sides on Monday morning? I certainly didn't. No. I didn't either. Not this round. Wow. I mean, what a weekend. Now, uh, I'll say this, and I don't know, you know, if you're a basketball purist, what you thought of the game on Saturday, but I thought just from an entertainment value, just from a intensity value, just from let's get after it, I thought those two teams put on one heck of a basketball game, and, and it was physical. And there was no love lost. And, and I mean, it, they just flat played their hearts out and left it all on the floor. I don't think, I don't think there was a whole lot left in the tank for either team, quite frankly, uh, when that thing was over. It was, it was something. No, that that was a battle. And it was just, just a knockdown drag out. That was probably the greatest game I've seen in person. Uh, you know, the energy, what Baylor was able to do, putting together the run, um, it was a whole lot of fun, and you could definitely just feel it. It, it was in, it was insane. Yeah, it was. The energy in the building, that's a great point. Not just on the floor, but the energy in the building was outrageous. Ward, do you remember where like, we were sitting in 110? Yes. Okay, so the fans are right there in front. It About halfway, about five minutes left in regulation, in the entirety of overtime, we had to stand in chairs to see over the crowd. It was insane. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I, and I'm, I was uh, fortunate to be down at uh, – Yeah, you got the, the good treatment. Dodd's courtside <laughs> with my mask on. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for asking. Uh, but, I mean, just – I mean, you, you could feel it. I mean, you literally could feel the intensity of that game. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was something. And I'm like you. I think – you know, the only thing, that, and, and I know, guys, we're, we're trying to get it right, but good gracious, we took a terrific basketball game, and we reviewed, well, did he tie his shoestring correctly or did he not? I mean, we reviewed everything. That game was over three hours, wasn't it? It was pretty close. It was I mean, pretty close to three hours. It was, I, I, it, and I realized we went overtime, but come on now. I mean, do we have to, two hours and 49 minutes? was the actual playing time of that basketball game. My thing was, if you're Coach McDermott and you're Coach Self, like having to, to get your team 
that controlled those emotions because they were getting ready to come on the court to play, you know, and get ready to warm up. And now you have to wait for overtime. And that's twice for Kansas. We talked about that. Kansas may not want to come back to Fort Worth. They had to, they had to sit through a double overtime on Thursday and didn't get to yeah. tip off till who knows when after 10 o'clock or whatever. And then they, they had to wait on Saturday. Now, last night, Ward, they got the, the, the uh, Baylor women got behind, what, 11 to nothing to start the game? Mm-hmm. And they just never could – they could never climb out of that hole. Never got out of it. And never got out of it. I, I thought South Dakota had a, had a great plan. I mean, they were – it was almost like, you know what, she's not going to beat us. The other four, if, if you can do it, go for it. But she's not going to beat us. I mean, they were denying the ball to Melissa. Uh, they were doubling. One time I saw a triple team. I mean, they were collapsing on her. They flat were not going to let her have the ball down on the block. I mean, she was she shot it eleven times. Yeah, that, that's one you got to have your star, you know, come and bring it all. And they did look. South Dakota State did a good job defensively getting Baylor out of their element. Uh, this is a team who hasn't trailed in the tournament at all. They ha- only have five losses on the season, but at the same time, you're playing on your home court. You know, and that's one that you've got to take care of you have to win that game if you're Baylor it happened twice yesterday a 10 beating a two yeah uh it happened twice yesterday on the women's side I in and I I mentioned this to you this morning I, I, I Scott Drew has talked a lot about hey once this thing starts that number beside the name uh he goes forget about it. stop and think about it now uh you I, the parity that's in college basketball today, and in in Ward, you mentioned it Friday. There's the super senior thing. There's the uh, there's the transfer portal. There's even the redshirt situation. You got redshirt freshmen, redshirt sophomores that got a year of experience a year ago. Uh, these are veteran basketball teams in a lot of cases. There's really not a ton of separation between some of these the the, the twos and the fifteens and the three. You, you know what I mean? I mean. Every okay, so Baylor goes out as a one seed, uh, but Kansas and Arizona uh, had to fight like mad yesterday to advance. I mean, one, one tip of a ball and TCU sent an Arizona packet. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was that close. It was that close. And Creighton gave Kansas everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonzaga's been in, in knockdown dragouts, you know, in, in already. There's just, I mean, they they call it madness for a reason. I mean, it, it, but I, the 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 intensity. I mean, not the intensity, but the these two, all of these teams are. You know, they all got great players. I mean, whether you're a sixteen or a one, you've got great players right now. For me, it's a lot like it used to be when when you had teams come and you would you would players would stick around four to five years. They would build the camaraderie, build the chemistry, get older, and you had you know parity across the basketball. You know, and you knew that year in and year out these teams were going to be good. Um, but now you've got all the teams are older, um, and you have more players sticking around. And we talked about it before with the one and done. That seems like something that's gone by the wayside. And I think players are realizing if you want to have sustained longevity in the NBA you need to develop properly in college and we're starting to see that and it's good for college basketball no doubt and you know college basketball has a a different identity than it had when, when you're what you're talking about I mean everybody knew that 
You know, there was teams out there that were building for the one and done, and they were fine with it. They didn't care. They just wanted, hey, I, we want to get the best guy we can get, and we'll then have we'll him go for, get him again, right? Yeah, then we'll go get the next best guy. And, and so, you know, that's that's the way we're going to build this thing and just try to stay stay rolling with it. Uh, but now that that kind of mantra has changed a little bit. The transfer portal's become a big entity in college basketball, and um, you know whether that's good or bad, I I don't know, but it certainly has helped the game. Does it stay that way? Does does the do we do we evolve back to the a lot of one and dones? No, uh, I don't think so. I think we've opened that door, and and I I I, I feel like that these these players realize that hey, I can stay in college basketball, get some success, uh, and you know the 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 fact that we've opened up that NIL is going to yes. help things mm-hmm. immensely on kids staying in college now. I'm just looking around here. You have uh, Kendall and, and Jeremy uh, that, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about, you know, their future. Are they are they headed to the NBA? Well, I don't think there's any doubt they're headed to the NBA, but are they headed to the NBA this year or are they headed to the NBA next? I mean, you know, yeah. I think for both of them, you know, just – my little observation: I think another year uh, at Baylor would do them a ton of a ton of good. They definitely need to come back and develop. Uh, you know, Kendall, especially offensively, there were times where he would disappear. Um, you know, and not score the way he was. Now, if he had guys on him that he could take advantage of, then he was going to be a highlight reel all night. But if he had to work for it, at times, you know, he struggled with that. Uh, for me, Sohan. Watching him, I was more impressed with Sohan down the stretch than I was with Kendall Brown just because of the evolution of his game. Having been, his, his hand was forced. He had to go down low, get physical. He proved that he could do that. Uh, and just the mental toughness, especially uh, in that game against North Carolina when things were getting chippy with him and Baycott, uh, you know, he was really able to keep his composure and he was not intimidated. Uh, but if you could add on to that and you could develop your game and well-round it at least one more year, I think both of them could have sustained success in the NBA. He was pushed to that five, Ward, and, and he handled it quite well. I think it totally depends on who gets in their ear. Yes. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you, your advisors, uh, you know, whether it's uh, an AAU coach or or your parents or agent, an agent or whatever the case may be, your, your advisors are going to – are going to have a, a strong influence on you. There's, there's no doubt about it. But I'm, I'm with you, Garrett. I, I thought when Sohan was forced out into the, into the five, uh, I, particularly Saturday, he held his own. You know, this, this was a, this was a big time basketball game on a big time stage, and he did a heck of a job. I thought. No, he did. I mean, especially his offensive presence in the paint was needed with Flo Thamba not being able to score. So I was really impressed with Sohan. Um, but you know, like to me, you still need to develop you. Cause look, you can go make money right now in the NBA, but how long is that going to last it, it, to me? If you fully develop it to me, also look at the players last year, Jeremy Sohan is not as good as Macy Oteague. He's not as good as Jared Butler. Um, and both of those guys are working their way into NBA rosters. Davion was the only one who's seen, you know, could night in and night out consistent play across the board in the NBA. So if you even look at it from that perspective and say, you know what, if those guys need some time to develop, maybe I can come back and work my game some more here. All right, uh, so we are off and running. Here's what we're going to do for you today. we got a, obviously a lot of basketball. We're going to get to uh, Baylor and uh, South Dakota. We're going to talk about that game next. Jerry Hill's going to join. Birthday boy Jerry Hill is oh. going to join us. I think Ward will lead us in the singing of Jerry Hill's birthday song. You think? Yeah, I think that'd be a wonderful, wonderful gesture <laughs> on your part. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Ryan Gilbert from K-State's 247 Sports is going to join us. There is serious conversation everywhere you look. Every media outlet's got Coach Jerome Tang an eyelash away from signing a deal with uh, Kansas State to become their next head coach. In fact, I had a guy contact me last night from from, uh, Manhattan and said, hey, what kind of guy is he? And I said, why do you want to know? <laughs> so we got the, we we've got the, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, and look, uh, we, we he's more than deserving. I mean, he's going to do a terrific job wherever he goes, and it looks like it's Manhattan. But as we all know, it ain't done until it's done, right? Yeah, but I, I look, man. I think it's I think it's a deal, and I think it's a tremendous fit for Coach Tang. Ask those. Ask those Dallas Cowboys about <laughs> coming to an agreement <laughs> with a guy about it. It's not done until the ink's dry. And, and, you know, and then you take the, the, the paper and you wave the paper to make sure the ink's dry. So, But it, it, in all likelihood, I mean, it, every media outlet that I've seen uh, has, has pretty much, you know, but they're all saying the same thing, close to a deal, mm-hmm. close to a deal. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that uh, with Ryan coming up a little bit. We'll, we'll also look at our brackets. Does anybody have a fighting chance? Uh, no, I don't. Well, hold on. I say that. I've got three or four of my final four still in. I think I do, too. I have my national championship still in Tech, but I think Tech's going to beat Gonzaga, so that's just about a you know a week away from being destroyed. Tech had a good game this weekend. Got it done. Iowa State gets it done. Uh, so, of the three Big 12s, you got Texas Tech, Iowa State, and Kansas still rolling. Uh, Texas, Baylor, and TCU have uh, have exited the tournament. So that's where you are on the midside. All right, seven thirteen. We got to get to a break, and uh, we are going to check your weather forecast. And it could be a little bumpy today. Hang in there. We'll uh, we'll get you the weather info next here on ESPN Central Texas. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. A risk for severe weather is underway as scattered showers will develop this morning that will transition to the potential for some strong and possibly severe thunderstorms by this afternoon into the late evening. The main concerns will be the risk for large hail, tornadoes, and gusty winds anywhere between 45 to 50 miles per hour. Storms will move west to east and push out of central Texas around midnight tonight. Keep it here with Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for all the latest. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team of access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised, usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. 
That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 a lazy rain am I The skies refuse to cry All right, 7-18. We're 18 minutes after 7. This is game time. From the Allen Samuels studio, we are presented by Allen Samuels and brought to you by Good Feet, VersaLive Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and our friends at Big Boys Record Service. Glad to have you with us. Before we talk sports, uh, just, just a word. Our, our thoughts and our prayers are with our fellow Texans uh, up in North Central Texas. Uh, uh, Ward, Granberry, Toler, L- uh, Lipan, Bluffdale, all those, all those areas. Uh, I mean, you got fires and h- homes are being destroyed. Uh, livestock, which is your livelihood, being destroyed. I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's a very, very bad and a very, very dangerous situation right now. Yeah, there's a lot of folks in some in some dire uh, situations right now, trying to find place for cattle, trying to move cattle, and everybody's, you know, trying to help each other out. People are pulling in trailers, trying to get uh, livestock out of the way in Eastland County, all the way down to Hood County, to uh, Somerville County. I mean, there's a, there's a lot, all the way even out to Brownwood. I saw some fires yesterday. So it, it's widespread across that, across Timbers area. And, you know, they've got firefighters coming in from everywhere trying to, help that out and you're right our prayers go out to them because that's that's not a good situation i've seen where 
folks have lost homes, cars, mm-hmm. barns, mm-hmm. livestock. It's it's bad. They if anybody needs this rain, it's them right now. I was just about to say we we've got some rain in in uh, in on the radar, and we've got uh, some potential for some for some severe weather. This yeah, afternoon. Keep your heads up this afternoon. That's right. Large hail and tornadoes are a high possibility this afternoon. So, but the rain part, the rain portion of this thing, uh, let's hope that uh, our friends up north uh, receive this rain and uh, and maybe we can uh, get some containment going with, with these fires and, and maybe get this thing under control. Uh, all right. So, basketball wise, uh, last night at the Ferrell Center, uh, the Baylor women, as we pointed out, fell behind. Uh, Eleven to nothing, and, and we're just never really able to get things going. Uh, and, and you know, they played. You know, as Nikki Collin pointed out in the press conference, they played pretty even after that, and it was a very competitive basketball game from that point on. But you, you never, Ward, you kept telling me uh, they got to have a run. They they need to get a run, and if they can get a run, then they're gonna they're gonna be okay. But they never could get a run, could they? No, they never were able to get get off center and get that run going. I mean, they. They closed the gap there in the second quarter a little bit, but just never – you never really felt like that they had taken over that basketball game. And, and you know, when you're shooting 5 of 26 uh, from outside the arc, that's just – that's not a good combination for trying to come back. And, um, you know, you mix that in with only 12 offensive rebounds the entire basketball game, that that makes it hard. You know, you, you talked about uh, last night when we were sitting – or yesterday afternoon when we were sitting there – you know, one and done, one and done, one and done. They had several That's what they trips, were getting. Yeah, several trips down the floor that they they were not getting second opportunities with. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that, you know, you've, you've got to be able to do to try to climb back in a, a basketball game. And they were never able to climb back in. Yeah, I, I know stats don't always tell the story, but there's a couple of numbers that, that kind of jumped out to me. First of all, they only had 16 points in the paint, so they never got the Ugh. ball down low. 16 points in the paint. Yeah, that's not good. No, and they gave up 20 points on turnovers. They turned it over 19 times, and South Dakota was able to convert those turnovers into points. 19 turnovers uh, resulted into 20 points. And, again, I'll go back and tell you that Nalissa Smith shot the basketball 11 times. I mean, there's been games where she shot it 11 times in a quarter. Right. And she shot it 11 times. She was 4 of 11, and uh, she ended up with 10 points, uh, I believe. Yeah, 10 points in the game. But – South Dakota, in my opinion, said she's not going to beat you, beat us. Uh, if, if you got somebody else who can, go for it. But you know, we're going to single, double, and triple team, and we're going to deny that entry pass, and we're going to do everything. We're going to put someone in front of her, someone behind her, because you know they talked about it in the press conference. If Baylor was able to lob the ball over the top and get it to her, they South Dakota had nobody who right. could defend her. Nobody who could defend her if she got the ball down low. But they were denying the ball down low. They were saying, you know what, Baylor? And then sometimes I thought Baylor got a little out of sync and and, and shot perimeter shots early in the clock. Uh, So, I don't know. Uh, uh, Nikki Collin talked about it after the game. We looked like we were in slow motion to start the game. Um, I think we played them pretty even after that 11-0 start. And I think, you know, it came down to we had to foul a few times at the end and we were heaving shots up that, you know, weren't weren't normal rhythm shots for us. And, and so it was, you know, we, we've been able to this season, um, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I know the question was asked, well, like, why these last three games? I mean, I don't, I don't put Hawaii in the same category. 
sometimes like I don't think it was a slow start as much as they had a kid making some crazy shots um and then certainly we blew it open with a 34 point you know third quarter um but I think three games in three days on our team was tough obviously in the conference tournament um you know I, I think today they're physical they're really really physical um and we're pretty finessey you know and that's that's our team, you know. We're 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 pretty finessey. We're not very big at the guard spots, and and um, you know I think the game came down to points off turnovers. It's absolutely, uh, you know, when, when twenty to two, twenty to two <laughs> uh, points off turnover, and then go go back and look at your scoring uh, in the game after that eleven zero start. I mean. You know, it was a competitive basketball game, but you just couldn't overcome the start. I mean, it's South Dakota outscored Baylor in the first quarter, sixteen to four. Sixteen to four. Second quarter, Baylor outscored South Dakota, nineteen eighteen. I mean, and then it was fifteen to thirteen, South Dakota in the third, and twelve to eleven, South Dakota in the fourth. The start. It got them. It got them. I mean, well, eleven oh nothing start. You know, sixteen twenty four to go in the. Uh, you know, seven fourteen to go. Excuse me. In the first quarter, they're up eleven to nothing, and you you could just see that Bader was pressing, and they they couldn't find any sort of rhythm. And it was you know that was the best run they had the whole game. You know, and we talked about a few minutes ago. Baylor needed a run. The biggest run they had in the whole game was six. Six. And, and that, that came in the second quarter. Right. That's just not going to get it done. No. Uh and, and so you know there was a lot of conversation about whether or not, uh, and I don't know why it came up last night, but it did. It was kind of a weird time to, to be talking about it. But uh, some of the national media asking Coach Collin whether or not she felt like the tournament ought to be moved off of campuses and back to neutrals, you know, into a neutral site. Uh, obviously, some of them don't remember. It was at neutral sites, and it didn't go well, and they put it back on campuses. So, I, But I just thought it was a weird time to be – in fact, I, at one point, Nikki Collins said, well, somebody asked me a question about the game. Well, what does I mean, that have to do with anything? They, well, it didn't. I think somebody was writing a story for, I think, you know, to, to say, hey, I, it, and it, the game should go – so they used that opportunity. I'm like, hang yeah, on a second. But how does that affect Baylor? That, they were at home. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense. Exactly. So – but I just thought I also thought it was just a strange time to be you know yeah, asking that question. You're doing an article on on the I guess the parody. And, and Some of those national guys don't get it. Yeah, it was weird. It was just a strange deal. And you know, she said, you know, hey, great. Would somebody ask me a question about? <laughs> and Jerry Hill said, I will. So anyway, uh, but uh, Caitlin Bickle was the student athlete that that came uh, to to the podium and and look, she she just lost a basketball game. I thought Caitlin Bickle was. In, what's the word I'm looking for? She was incredibly poised and, and had some thoughtful answers, and uh, I thought she handled herself incredibly well under the circumstances in which she was placed in. You know, she had to, she was the player that came to the podium with Coach Collin to talk about the loss to the 10 seed South Dakota, and uh, 
incredibly well-spoken. I thought she handled herself incredibly well. All right, uh, 727. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Let's uh, take a second here, and uh, let's talk about Double R Old-Fashioned Hamburgers. Hey, look, they're at 1810 Herring. Best burger in town. Why don't you check them out today? Uh, you know, Here's the deal. They don't start cooking that burger until you place that order, and you can have it any way you want it. You can have it with lettuce, tomatoes, onions, grilled onions, jalapenos, little bacon on it. Ooh, make it a bacon burger. You want cheese? Fine. You don't want cheese? That's fine. And that's what drives me nuts. First of all, if I want a hamburger, it's a hamburger. If I want a cheeseburger, it's a cheeseburger. If I order a hamburger, don't ask me if I want cheese. If I want cheese, I'll say I want a cheeseburger. I mean, anyway, uh, they also have chicken fried steak. Garrett's going, that's right. Chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches, uh, fries, curly fries, tots. They got it all. It's a great place, and you're going to get a sports conversation. I guarantee If you don't want to talk sports, it's probably not the place to go because there's sports being talked all over that place. It's kind of like going to the barbershop. In fact, that is an old barbershop. It's it's double R old fashioned hamburgers, 1810 Herring. The phone number is 753-1603. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure, our guest, ESPN uh, Television College Basketball Analyst. Is this about where you thought Baylor might be? Are they below where you thought they might be? Or are they better than where you thought they might be? So I think in my mind, when Baylor is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the country. And they showed that because they have a bunch of different facets. They're very versatile. Um, They can guard. They can switch. Even their bids can guard guards and switch on the perimeter. Um, I love Baylor when they're healthy. Uh, the key, the, 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 the thing that I was worried about coming into the year is the lack of guard, the lack, the lack of depth in your guard position, and we see that uh, being a problem. Right there, it left a, a lot of question marks because who knew? Like things happen in the season. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in-and-out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, April 2nd, Sunday, April 3rd at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. And the variety of our shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if we don't have it, they don't make it. And the Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, April 2nd, 9 to 5, and April 3rd at the Harker Heights Event Center. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. March Madness is over for Baylor basketball with each team losing in the second round. The men were knocked out by North Carolina 93-86 in overtime. The women were upended by South Dakota 61-47. Only three Big 12 teams are headed to the Sweet 16 on the men's side. Texas Tech, Kansas, and Iowa State. Texas A&M has advanced to the quarterfinals of the NIT after a 75-60 win over Oregon. They'll take on the Wake Forest later this week for a shot at a trip at Madison Square Garden. Carlos Correa is leaving the Astros for the Twins. Trevor Story has signed a six-year deal with the Red Sox. The Rangers have added Matt Carpenter to their minor league roster. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. All right, seven thirty-two. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Garrett and Ward and, and Jerry Hill. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm good, Tommy. Okay, great. So, Jerry, Ward's been practicing, and Ward wants to sing to you here. So, here's Ward White singing to Jerry Hill. Not only that, Jerry, but Ward brought his own band. They're set up in the other room. I am, I am so impressed. You know, I knew Ward was pretty talented, like a very versatile guy. I did not know he could sing like that. That's that's impressive. You know what? And, and, and here's the deal. He sounds a heck of a lot like Stevie Wonder. I mean, he really does. <laughs> I mean, almost to a T. Yeah, almost. <laughs> not yeah, quite, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you, buddy. And thanks for being with us. Uh, We were talking about it at the top of the program. If you'd have told me Friday at 9 a.m. when we left here that both Baylor men and Baylor women would be out of the NCAA tournament when we rejoined on Monday, I'd call you a liar. But that's where we are today, Jerry. Yeah, I I was thinking this morning, sad day in Mudville. Mighty Casey has struck out. Um, That's what it feels like. I Mm -hmm. mean, because you just, like you said, I – um, even even when the men lost, the men was not as big a surprise, I don't think, um, as the women because the the men were playing North Carolina. You look at what they've done down the stretch; they probably deserved better than eight. But if you looked at the whole body of work, that's probably about where they belong. But North Carolina, you knew was going to have a chance to beat Baylor. I didn't think South Dakota had a chance, even after watching the games Friday. I didn't think South Dakota had a chance against Baylor. Um, but, you know, they played really well, and, and I think Baylor just had a uh, a very uh, – picked a very bad time to, I think, had their worst game of the year, and really by far, because they just 
you know, they couldn't score. Um, you know, the guards really, you know, did nothing. Uh, and then Alyssa Smith, you know, who who had the incredible uh, thir- a third quarter in Friday's game, um, just never got it going at all. So, uh, you know, credit to South Dakota. I thought they played really good defense. They, you know, like I said, they took Alyssa Smith out of her game. Uh, and then just, uh, you know, Baylor, I thought Baylor had some good looks from three. They just couldn't make anything. Did you think that South Dakota said, hey, look, somebody else is going to beat us. Number one's not going to beat us because there was doubles. And sometimes one time I look at them and there was three, three players had her surrounded. She shot it 11 times. She, sometimes she shoots 11 times in a quarter. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely think they did everything they could to take her out. Uh, but you know, Nikki said it in the post game. The backside had to be open most most of the day, and they just didn't hit it. Um, they turned it over a lot on those traps and stuff. Not just uh, Melissa, but you know, Queen, uh, even some of the guards. The guards would get in there and in traffic. And, and as Nikki said in the post game, all their guards are big. You know, their their guards are all five nine, five ten, and Baylor's are five six, five seven. And I think. This was one of the few games where that made a big difference. You know, Baylor just doesn't have that bigger guard like, you know, like a Dee Dee Richards that, that they've had for a long time here. So uh, that definitely was a difference. But, yeah, I mean, I think she had – well, she had two points at halftime, Melissa did. So, And I know she had one shot in the first quarter, I think maybe four in the first half. So, yeah, they just – they kind of neutralized her, and then the rest of them couldn't beat you. And it felt like yesterday that there was a situation for the Baylor women where, Jerry, they just couldn't get in a rhythm. And part and due to South Dakota, but it also felt like there was never really a sense of urgency. Like, they, right. they just felt like it was just going to come to them, and, and it never really felt like that they got that sense of urgency and got that run going that they needed. Right. I mean, their their largest run of the day was six. Um, and, and, you know, Ward, they were right there in the fourth quarter where they cut it to seven. And I'm thinking, man, you get a stop here, you make a three or even a two, and it's down to, a, you know, a four or five point game. And that was when uh, Matty Krull drove in and got the three point play. And, and that, that to me was the game. And then I look back at the second quarter when they got it to a four point game, 25 21. You've dug out of a – it was 11 nothing, 16-4. I guess it was 18-4 um, early in the second quarter. And they had gotten it to 25-21. And, and I don't – Jervins, Jervin, um, hits a three-pointer at the top of the key, just like she started the game. Uh, and that started a 9-2 run to end that quarter, and you're up by 11. When you have a chance to really kind of, like you said, get on a run, get over that hump, they never led. Baylor never led the whole game. Jerry, when you look at this, I know Nikki kind of touched on it about the team being finesse and not necessarily as tough as she would like. Do you think that's something that they look at in the offseason and try to change the identity of this team to bring in some players who could be a little more physical in these games when they need it? Yeah, I think you got to, you know, change that mentality, I guess. Yeah, they were and, – and part of that is, you know, most of your team is guard-oriented and Alyssa is going – I mean, when she's going to the WNBA, she's going to be three, so she's going to be playing more outside. And really, I think Queen is the closest that you have to, you know, kind of a true low post player. And I don't think she's as physical as you'd like to be either. Um, But, yeah, I think you do look and maybe they already have brought in some of those in 
the recruiting class. I haven't looked that much. I know they do have some bigger guards in that group. So that, that part has changed. And, and I think she's got to, I think maybe she's got to get some out of the transfer portal too, again, because um, even, even with what they signed already, they're going to be very shorthanded, uh, you know, unless you get like a, uh, we, we know Queen and, and uh, Jordan Lewis are both, I mean, uh, Nalissa and Jordan Lewis are both gone. Queen, I think, you know, as Nikki said in the postgame, she hasn't made her decision yet. I suspect she'll go. Um, but if you, you know, if she comes back, you, you've got at least a little bit of depth there. But, uh, yeah, I think she's still going to have to get some help out of the transfer portal. Over on the men's side, uh, we were talking about it, uh, and I don't know if it was a Picasso or not, but I certainly know that that was a great basketball game on Saturday. It was a, both teams gave an unbelievable effort, and uh, <laughs> whether you were watching on television or part of the 13,000-plus that was in the arena, that was one heck of a basketball game. Well, and I agree, and, and for – 30 minutes, it wasn't, well, at least from Bayer's perspective, <laughs> yeah. it was an awful game. Um, and then, you know, last 10 minutes in overtime, last 15 minutes of that game were unbelievable. I mean, you just don't see uh, a team come back from a 25-point deficit against a good team. You know, North Carolina, you think about, like I said, you think about that stretch they've had, and you come back and you have a chance to win it when you were down 25 with 10 minutes to go. Obviously, Brady Manick um, getting the automatic ejection on the flagrant two really helped Baylor's cause. Then Caleb Love fouls out, and Baylor's press really bothered them without those two guys in. Uh, but, yeah, Baylor had an amazing comeback, and you just kind of felt like they had all the momentum going into that overtime period. But then, you know, they just didn't – I don't think they had the legs. They they kind of ran out of gas in that overtime period. They They just didn't really – have anything and and they couldn't get uh, Bacot filled out. Um, he he was sitting there with four fouls. You attack him and maybe get that fifth foul. I think if he's out of the game, you know, particularly early in the fourth quarter, Baylor wins that game. When you look at the energy they spent there in that comeback, do you think that that had a lot to do with them not having the legs and not being able to, you know, push themselves or, or push the envelope there in the overtime period? Absolutely. I, I think that, I mean, that 10 minutes, um, you know, where they scored 38 points, they outscored them 38 to 13 in the last like 10 08, I guess it was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and they were pressing most of that time, um, you know, so it's, I, I mean, it's just, you know, really, it was very fast paced. And, and I mean, they definitely used their legs in those last 10 minutes and they just didn't have enough left. Um, you know, it's, it's a shame. But, man, I mean, what a comeback. That, Like you said, Tommy, that was a, just a great basketball game. If you're looking from a neutral perspective, that was just a great basketball game between, you know, I mean, North Carolina is obviously that blue blood. Baylor's trying to get there and defending national champion. I, I thought it was an unbelievable game. Jerry, news comes out yesterday, and obviously it's still got to be finalized, but Jerome Tang possibly on the move to Kansas State. I think this is long overdue, and it's fantastic if K-State can pull this off. What are your thoughts on Jerome Tang, and what are the Wildcats going to be getting in him as a head coach? Yeah, I mean, kudos to him if, if that happens, and I think it probably will. Um, I think the only downside of that is Scott has never liked playing his assistants. Like, he had never has. He won't schedule them. Now he can't avoid that. So now <laughs> he's got to go up against Jerome Tang. Because, uh, you know, he, he's got three other guys at Division One schools, and he's never scheduled them, didn't want to play them, didn't want to play his brother. 
Um, but now, you know, his brother, Jerome Tang, if, if he's in the Big 12, that's that's going to be, uh, you know, quite a battle. I, you know, Jerome, with what he's done here, um, I, I think he's ready for that move. Um, and, you know, I, I think they're getting an unbelievable coach. And, you know, if you look at a few of the times where he had to fill in, fill in for Scott uh, when he was suspended or this or that, um, Jerome did a great job in those games, too, because I remember one of them was at Texas Tech, and, and, you know, he was able to win that game. So, yeah, I think you're getting a guy, and he's, and he's obviously a great recruiter as well. That was kind of his M.O. when he first started with Scott, but he developed into much more than that. He's a great X's and O's guy. He's a great defensive guy. Um, so I, I look for them, you know, to make a considerable jump with Jerome in there. Hey, final thought, uh, Baylor baseball uh, opened up conference play yesterday. In fact, Baylor and TCU was the only conference series, uh, that w- which is strange scheduling, but uh, yeah. they, they opened up uh, this weekend. And, and I thought yesterday, if Baylor does something in Big 12 baseball, yesterday yeah. was a big day to salvage a game at home against the Frogs. Yeah, you couldn't afford – you know, they opened the season with a sweep, a home sweep against them, uh, and you couldn't afford to do that again. You know, start out – conference 0 and 3 at home TCU's good um but you know and, and you kick yourself I think after the second or after the third game because you're like we should have won that series you know that kind of thing but yeah you're right Tom they had to win game three Will Rigney comes out pitches an unbelievable game he's he's going to be really I mean he is good um, but he's going to be really good when they can stretch him out and he can go a little longer but you know shut out two uh two hits through five and a third innings so uh, that was big, and then, and then when uh, you know when TCU scored there late, Baylor answered every time. So I thought that was big, and then you get you get a little nervous again in the ninth, but uh, you know Hamilton Oliver came in and shut it down. So uh, Baylor goes one and two. You certainly would have liked to have gone two and one, but uh, it keeps you afloat, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. Uh, that the Saturday game was just gut wrenching. You you, yeah. you felt like you had that one, and you just couldn't finish it up. Yeah, they. They've got to fix the bullpen. I mean, that's been so good with Coach Rod and Coach Strauss that, uh, you know, this has been uh, this has been tough because they just don't – I don't know if they don't have the guys or those guys just aren't getting it done. But, Tom, I think you're sitting here. You could have had three or four more wins, I think, if the bullpen just does its job. You know, and maybe you're sitting there instead of 10 and 9 – you're, you're sitting there maybe at 14 and five, you know, that's, and I think that's what TCU is right now. So yeah, you'd be 14 and five and maybe two and one in conference. So uh, if they can get that fixed, I think the, the way the hitting came on, um, they ha- I believe they had 31 hits those last two games. If they can get the bullpen going, I think this could be a really good team. Jerry, thanks. We appreciate your time. What do you got uh, in the insider for us? Nothing. Uh, now the basketball's <laughs> done. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm doing a feature time on uh, – these are those getting-to-know features that I do uh, on staff members and stuff. Emily Durat is uh, kind of the uh, director of, of the academic uh, services group, uh, has worked with football a lot, uh, and, and actually came with uh, – or came after Matt Rule, uh, came from Temple. She came from Temple, so – doing a feature on her this week. And, and I had planned on doing something on Sophia Young, kind of the, uh, you know, the final four or, you know, NCAA experience she's had. And I may still do that, but that was kind of the plan this week was 
to do something on her because that you know she went through that deal where sure. she had a heartbreaking loss in the Sweet 16 on a national championship. So uh, I, I may, like I said, I may still do that because it's a very interesting story. Jerry, have a have a great day. Have a wonderful birthday. I know you're you probably got a big dinner celebration coming up and all kinds of gifts and it should just be a great day. And, and Baylor's know. told you to take the day off. It, I mean, all that kind of stuff is really really I, a good day. I don't know that anything though, Tom, will top Ward's singing me happy. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> that's, that's, I, 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 that really starts the day on a good note. Man, I've known him forever and did not realize that he sounded so much like Stevie Wonder. Oh it's a, it's God. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Thank hey, Jerry, have a great day. Appreciate it. See ya. <laughs> That's talent, Ward. I mean, that really is. That's... Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> did you think he sounded like Stevie Wonder? He did, man. He knocked it out of the park. And I didn't know his buddies could play so well. I thought they were just, you know, a bunch of hacks playing instruments. But no, they were, they were, they were terrific. They were terrific. So, all right, uh, 747, 13 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, let's take a minute and talk about our friends at Circle Drug. You know, it's supposed to rain today. I don't know if you guys have heard that. but So if, if you've got to get a prescription done, uh, why not let uh, – well, you'll be able to go through the drive-thru and stay dry. Or you can, they, you can even park up front, and they got covered parking. You can walk up right to the window again and stay dry. So they've got options for you, or they'll deliver for you. Locally owned, independent pharmacy, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. And again, as we mentioned, free delivery to your home or to your office. All you got to do is call them at 662-0774. That's 662-0774. Hey, look, uh, Doc Everett and his staff, man, they they want to serve you. They're They're all about... A, a local business, locally owned, locally operated, taking care of uh, the, the citizens. I mean, so it, it's it's just it's almost like a community pharmacy, if you will. I mean, they're going to get to know you, you're going to get to know them, and they're going to take great care of you. It's that kind of deal at Circle Drug. Uh, that's where I get all of my stuff. I always have. I called the other day and I and uh, and and and, and talked to him. I said, "Hey, look, I'm in a little bind here. I forgot to call, like I do all the time." And they said, not a problem. And I'm telling you, within a couple of hours, I was getting a, a text message saying, hey, look, all of your prescriptions are ready to be picked up. So that's what they do for you at Circle Drive. Now, they're located at 3211 Robinson Drive. And again, the phone number is 662 it's Circle Drug. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-210 or ubeo.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
ESPN lovers, upgrade your diamond stud earrings for only a penny more. Whatever the occasion you're waiting to upgrade, shop at Diamore Fine Jewelers and gain an all-access VIP pass to our lifetime diamond stud earring program. Spend $500 on a pair of earrings, spend a penny more and upgrade. When she says diamonds, pretty, pretty please, say yes, 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 with a penny on top. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers today with interest-free financing, 4541 West Waco Drive. See store for details. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one -on -one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. March Madness is over for Baylor basketball with each team losing in the second round. The men were knocked out by North Carolina 93-86 in overtime. The women were upended by South Dakota 61-47. Only three Big 12 teams are headed to the Sweet 16 on the men's side. Texas Tech, Kansas, and Iowa State. Texas A&M has advanced to the quarterfinals of the NIT after a 75-60 win over Oregon. They'll take on the Wake Forest later this week for a shot at a trip at Madison Square Garden. Carlos Correa is leaving the Astros for the Twins. Trevor Story has signed a six-year deal with the Red Sox. The Rangers have added Matt Carpenter to their minor league roster. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, hey, I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it. 7.53. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett. We uh, uh, just visited with Jerry Hill of the uh, Baylor Bear Insider and talked a lot about uh, Baylor basketball. Uh, and, and on the men's side, again, the uh, the Bears – they uh, they storm back from twenty five down to tie the game and force overtime, uh, and just didn't have enough gas in the tank, in my opinion. In overtime, the question is, how in the world did they get down twenty five? You know, and have to do that. But I give them credit. I mean, look at twenty five down, you could have rolled over and went to the house, uh, but they didn't. No, I mean, look, they had no answer at all for Brady Manick. He got hot behind the arc. Um, Carolina was playing lights out. They were dominating in the paint, and they completely took the game over. I honestly thought it was over and that Baylor had no chance early in the second half. Uh, Manic, you know, unfortunately, Manic goes out of the game if you're a North Carolina fan, and that just opened things up for Baylor to work their way back in. So hats off to Coach Drew for keeping those guys intact, not letting their heads get out of whack, you know, and just keeping them focused and letting them work back up. 
Or he mentioned Manic. It was it is Manic's the kid that transferred yeah, from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. So Manic had twenty six points in twenty seven uh, minutes of, of action. Uh, so he, I mean, yeah, he averaged a point a minute, and he was only on the floor for twenty seven minutes, but uh, in thirty nine seconds. But uh, he he did a job. Now after the game, uh, Scott Drew talked about uh, talked about the basketball game. No, we, we were pressing in overtime whenever we got a score, dead ball. Um, if they got a rebound, um, we, weren't, we weren't pressing. Um, but uh, we had some good looks in overtime. I think uh, that's one of the tough things when you spend all that energy. Sometimes you run out of gas. And uh, um, you can say we did that a little bit, but you also got to give them credit. I mean, Styles has made two threes all year. He bangs that first one home into the shot clock. Uh, as a coach, you're like, that's not good. Um, but these guys don't go away. And, and that's a great point. I mean, uh, there was a couple of times where you thought Baylor played outstanding defense in overtime only to see a a buzzer beater, if you will, at the shot clock it, it go in and, you know, look, sometimes it's the other guy's, guy's day. But, uh, again, I go back and tell you, and you said it on the way home, Garrett, uh, what a great – I mean, it really was – if you were a, a person from Fort Worth, Texas, and you bought a ticket to 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 the ball game, with and you didn't have a dog in the hunt, so to speak, you walked out of there smiling from ear to ear because you saw one entertaining basketball game. Now, again, I'll go back and tell you, I understand officiating, you want to get it right, but Ward, the whole tempo and pace of the game would come to a screeching halt and they did 9 million reviews to the point to where whenever they blew the whistle, before they even indicated anything that was going on, the fans were booing because they knew that they were going to the table to review. Yeah, I don't, I don't particularly like that. Um, and you, you can't get the flow of the game, as you pointed out. I mean, that just that kind of blows it for you to get the flow of the game. Um, so, you know, at some point they're going to have to figure out, okay, this can be reviewed, and this can be reviewed, but this can't. We've just got to let the officials be officials. You know, and I understand progress, and I understand technology. I get all that, but I go back and look. Just because it's there doesn't mean you have to use That's it. That's exactly yes. right, and and you know what? We had, when you go back and talk about some of those great Carolina teams and Duke teams and, and UCLA teams, all of those great teams that had championship runs, uh, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, were they stopping the game to go over and look at a monitor? No. The three guys on the floor call the game. And, in fact, at one point, it used to be two guys on the floor. Well, it's it's making – boy, and I hate to say this because I don't think it's fair, but it's, <laughs> it's making the officials and referees not as accountable as they used to be. And what I mean by that is, eh, if I miss a call, they'll get it with the replay. Right. It well, just They're just not as accountable, and they're not as good as they used to be because of that. I think what they do now is they say, you know what, blow the whistle, make a call, and or then immediately go, and then immediately do the little swirly thing in the air and go to the and go to the monitor, and yeah. we'll let the monitor figure it out. Well, and you know they have buzzers on their belts too. Sometimes they don't even get the opportunity to say we're doing the. It's not always the official that goes and looks at the clock. They they get buzzed and right. say, hey, you need to look at this. 
All right, 7.58. Uh, Baylor drops that decision to North Carolina 93-86. to Stay with us. Uh, John Morris is standing by. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, he's covering check. Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor athletics. That includes the end of the seasons for Baylor men's and women's basketball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor men's basketball, the number one seed in the East region, bowed out of the NCAA tournament with a 93-86 overtime loss to North Carolina Saturday in Fort Worth. With the loss, the defending national champions finished the season at 27-7. and on Sunday, Coach Nikki Collin and the second seed, Baylor women, they bowed out of the NCAA tournament with a 61-47 loss in the Farrell Center to South Dakota. After the game, an emotional head coach, Nikki Collin. Got really good kids. Got really, really good kids in that locker room that believed in what we were doing, that trusted the process, and that's so cliche. Because all coaches say that you just got to trust the process. Um, but change is hard. Change is really, really hard for everyone. I don't care how old you are. Change is hard, especially when you've had success. And so I've learned that I'm tougher than I would have ever thought. <laughs> that I've learned. Um, that I'm more resilient. I think I can coach with anybody in the country. And um, I've got an unbelievable staff. Um and I think slowly and surely the Baylor family realized, like, that um, maybe I do fit in here, whatever that sounds like or looks like. or um, And I think that was hard for them, too. I think change is hard. Nikki Collin following yesterday's season-ending loss to South Dakota in the Farrell Center. The Baylor women finished the year at 28-7. and seven. Also from the weekend, Baylor baseball takes game three in their conference opening series with TCU 7-3 on Sunday. They'll host UT San Antonio tomorrow night. Softball wins two of three from McNeese State at Getterman Stadium. Men's tennis drops a 4-0 decision on the road at Michigan. Women's tennis with two road wins in Big 12 play at Iowa State and at West Virginia. 
and acrobatics and tumbling wins on the road their meet against Quinnipiac. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Morris Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, it seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Moores, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's talk some more basketball, shall we? As uh, we roll into hour two, we welcome into the program Ryan Gilbert from K-State's 247 Sports. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for your time today. Good morning. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, let, let's talk some K-State basketball. Of course, uh uh, it, it's uh, every every news agency around is reporting that it is incredibly close that uh, Jerome Tang is about to become the next head coach at Kansas State. But let's go back and talk a little bit about uh, about Bruce Weber and his run. It, it started out so well, and but the last three years he, they just just didn't get it done for whatever reason. Yeah, it started out awesome. If if you look at Bruce Weber's first season, winning a Big Twelve title, and then you know, keeping it going the following season after that with a trip to the NCAA tournament, but that two trips, uh, two seasons without a trip to the, to the big dance. And I think he deserves some of that heat, but then, you know, Dean Wade, Barry Brown and Kamau Stokes came into town and, and K-State eventually went to the elite eight and won the big 12 title with those two, um, with those three players. So Weber deserves a lot of credit for that. And then, you know, when they left, it was kind of, the beginning of another rebuild and it's, you know, it seemingly was a rebuild for the past three seasons in Manhattan for Weber. You know, you really have two different sides of the fan base here after Weber, um, you know, stepped down. You've got one side that says, Hey, you know, five seasons without the big dance, let's get rid of him. You've got another half of the fan base that, you know, wants to focus on, you know, like I said, those two big 12 titles and that trip to the elite eight. So, you know, people were you had mixed emotions here with Weber leaving. I think a good chunk of the fan base knew it was time for Weber to move on. I think his better days are behind him, and I think that it's it's pretty encouraging as a K State fan if you look at Jerome Tang, how his better days are likely ahead of him moving forward. In just to kind of follow up on that, in in your opinion, you've been around there. Is it build 
the program and then have to rebuild the program? Or can, in your opinion, can once you get things going, can you sustain it for a, for a long term? Well, I think especially with the transfer portal nowadays, you should be able to have a good team, you know, year in and year out. I don't know if you can say the same thing, you know, heck, five years ago, ten years ago, when you've really got to recruit those, you know, players and develop them as, as young guys, and then you have your lows, but then you get your highs with that when they get older and more mature, all that stuff. I think nowadays with the transfer portal, there's no reason K-State, you know, can't make the NCAA tournament next season, assuming Jerome Tang is the head coach. And, and it's, it's encouraging to look at. Obviously, you look at teams like Texas Tech, you know, there's no reason you can't be that team where your team is just full of, of talent from the portal. So I, I think that, you know, Bruce Weber, obviously these last three seasons were, you know, ugly, which people aren't here. I'd say that, you know, K-State's basketball program is on life support right now, but it's not dead. You know, there's a lot of tradition and history there, and I think that, you know, Jerome Tink could come in easily and, and get it back back and running here within year one. You mentioned the transfer portal, and that may be a place that, w- that could bolster this this basketball team, but who on the roster right now is also viable and an important piece that he must keep? I think it's Nigel Pack. That's really the only player that, that you have to keep if you're Jerome Tang. I know you've got a lot of stuff on your list of things to do here. <laughs> you know, when you get hired as a new coach, but keeping Nigel Pack is one of my top priorities if I'm Jerome Tang. Now, I, I don't think that he's going to have much of a problem keeping Pack. I think Nigel Pack loves Kansas State, Manhattan, everything about this town. And honestly, if you get a coach that isn't crazy, you're going to have Nigel Pack on your team, right? Uh, you know, there's some players that, that simply commit to a school for the coach, um, that wasn't Nigel Pack, and that's not a knock on Bruce Weber, but I think Pack is, is probably going to be here to stay unless something crazy happens here in the next couple of weeks. But but that's my top priority if I'm Jerome Tang. I mean, you know, Marquise Noel is another guy you could, you know, throw you know throw that name out there, but, you know, he's turnover prone. He makes some tough decisions when he's playing. So if you lose him, I think he's replaceable. And then everybody else, you know, Ish Masood and Davion Bradford, Hilton Miguel, I think they could be a solid, you know, addition for Tang's squad. But if they do decide to get up and transfer, I don't think you need to sweat too much about that. So Nigel Pack is really the one guy that you've got to lock in on and focus on if you're Jerome Tang. Ryan, I know part of the – you can have the greatest coach in the world, but at times it's about your facilities and everything that goes into it when it comes to recruiting, not only in the recruiting trail itself but transfer portal. And Jerome Tang's leaving a situation in Baylor where they have a brand-new facility on the rise – what is he walking into in K-State as far as their facilities go, and are there any upgrades, in your opinion, that you could see being made in the near future? Well, Kansas State's practice facility, I would say, is top-notch. And and you look at Bramage Coliseum, though, that is a place that needs work. And I don't know how much stock you know recruits or players take into the actual stadium itself. You know, the locker rooms are just kind of outdated and – the entire tunnel there, if you guys have ever been to Bramwich, it just needs a, re, a revamp, right? And it, it'll happen here. Um, I don't know when. Sometime within the next five or ten years, they're just going to kind of gut Bramwich and, and do some sort of renovation there. And I think that's needed. Um, but the practice facility is fine. I think that, you know, there's really no complaints from anybody that's going to look at that. Uh, but but with, with Manhattan, Kansas, you know, I, I get it. it. It might be a tough place to recruit to. Um, but you look and you travel, you know, down I-70, you go to Lawrence, Kansas, that's, you know, less than 100 miles away here. And you look at the, 
the recruits they're getting year in and year out. Now I get it. They've got Bill Self. They've got a, a much richer tradition there um, at KU, but I don't see how K-State, you know, can't be that team. And obviously, you know, would you like some nicer facilities? Sure. But I think they're sustainable, they're quality. Um, so a recruit looking at the facilities probably isn't going to be the biggest turnoff. It's going to be some something else. I don't know what it may be, but, you know, just looking at what K-State has to offer to the player, I would say is is, is good enough. Talking with Ryan Gilbert from K-State's uh, K 247 Sports. Ryan, let's keep on the uh, – on the recruiting topic, because obviously players are going to what makes the program. Uh, is there a hotbed uh, in and around the uh, the Manhattan area? What would, would I mean? Do you have to go over to Kansas City to find those great high school recruits? I mean, what what's the recruiting situation like? Well, I mean, I'm sure we all remember Dean Wade. He came from you know St. John's, Kansas, a town you guys have. You know, probably never heard of, and I think you have to travel like 30 minutes to the nearest McDonald's if that tells you how small that place was. Uh, you know, so there are, there are some diamonds in the rough uh, around the area, but it's not it's not a not really a hotbed per se. You know, Caleb Grill, he's currently playing on Iowa State. He's from Wichita. Ochai Baji from KU is from Kansas City. So there are guys in the area, no doubt about it. But K State's, you know, most of that team's success. You know, Barry Brown was from. Florida. Jacob Poland was from Illinois, right? There's, I think you've got to really recruit around the country. And that's something interesting here for Jerome Tang to look at if he gets this job, right? Who do you keep as your assistants, right? I think Shane Southwell is a guy uh, that you have to strongly consider keeping. Now, I don't know if he will. And if he doesn't, I don't think it's the end of the world. But A, Southwell has a great relationship with these K-State players. And B, he's been killing it on the recruiting trail up in the New York area for Kansas State. So, I, you know, I know Alvin Brooks III, his name has been thrown out there. I don't know how his relationship is with Scott Drew. Obviously, it's a good relationship. I don't know if there's been any talks of, of him coming to Manhattan, joining Jerome Tang. Um, I'm sure K-State fans would love that. Everybody I've talked to, spoken to, is, you know, would be welcoming of AB3 making a return to Manhattan. As you know, he, he was a coach, an assistant coach under Weber here, so... You know, I think that the recruiting is obviously a challenge, but you've got to look elsewhere outside of this area if you're if you're Jerome Tang. Obviously, you know, going back to Texas, right? That's been a place where Kansas State has gotten a lot of players. Marcus Foster was obviously a brilliant, talented player. Things didn't work out for him in Kansas State, but he was a Texas guy. Wesley Awundu, also from Texas, the Houston area. Um, those were both Alvin Brooks the third guys. So. You know, I don't, I don't know if it'll happen, but I think Jerome Tang's definitely going to, you know, put some sort of offer out there for him to come to Manhattan just based off of, you know, literally, literally the past and the players that he did recruit to Manhattan. Ryan, I want to switch it up on you real quick. Uh, as far as football goes, K State's coming off of a great bowl win in the Texas Bowl against LSU. They finished fifth in the Big Twelve. Spring football right around the corner. What are the expectations for the Wildcats heading into the season, and what are some of the things they need to tighten up uh, before we get into the regular season? Well, K State lost its quarterback, Skylar Thompson, um, as he graduated. He was here for seemingly forever, so it was time to move on from him. And let's be honest here, it was a huge cause for concern with the quarterback position, what K-State was going to do. They get Adrian Martinez from Nebraska via the transfer portal and pretty good reception from that, um, you know, pickup. 
he's got to be healthy. He's got a lot of talent, um, but he's been, you know, injury prone and he's also been prone to making some, you know, turning the ball over, making some questionable decisions as quarterback. But, but most fans are, are pretty happy with that. Uh, obviously, you know, we got to talk about Deuce Vaughn. Here's his 10 second, you know, sponsor, so to speak. He always has to have a mention. Um, you've got to find ways to get him involved, but you got to find ways to get other guys involved and help out that running back because you're only as strong as your weakest link. And K-State should have a quality team. I don't know if the ceiling is necessarily insanely high, but if there's anything Chris Kleiman has shown us here in Manhattan, it's that his, his floor is also pretty high. And even if it's a down year for Kansas State, you're probably going to be flirting with the bowl game. So, you know, K-State obviously lost some players last year, but, but you know, did a uh, decent job at replacing that talent in the transfer portal. So, uh, you know, this I wouldn't say this is Kleiman's make-or-break season. I'm not saying that at all, but these last three seasons, K-State's been good, not great. It'd be a great season for, for Kleiman to win over that fan base with, you know, a 9-10 win season. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying he's on the hot seat if that doesn't happen, but, you know, at some point here, I think something's going to have to start giving for Chris Kleiman. He's been good, but not great. Ryan, uh, what are you working on for uh, for 247 Sports? Well, if this, uh, you know, Jerome Tang hire ever does, you know, come into fruition here, there will be a lot of coverage here on GoPowerCats.com. You can stay up to date with everything. Um, you know, Tang was the guy that was on our first original hop board back a couple weeks ago when, when Weber stepped down. So there's just a, a ton of stuff here with Tang and should be a lot of fun to follow. Ryan, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. That is uh, Ryan Gilbert from KSA 247 Sports. Uh, and uh, you can tell there's a little buzz around Manhattan when it comes to the uh, possibility of Coach Tang uh, taking that job. Uh, from our uh, CNC Collision Center text line, JR says, in, in going back to talk about that Baylor-North Carolina game, he said the announcers on TV were loving the game and did not want it to end. I'm kind of with them. <laughs> that, that, look, I don't blame them, man. That was a fantastic game. But at the same time, man, we got to speed that up. Yeah, well, I mean, if we could eliminate, you know, maybe 85 or 90 of the reviews, yeah. get it down to 35 or 40, uh, you know, then then you'll be okay. Leon said uh, we had a guy next to us that uh, that just bought a ticket just to watch the game. Well, I'm telling you, that dude got his money's worth. Absolutely. I mean, you get to see the the biggest comeback in NCAA history, followed by that fantastic Creighton-Kansas game. So, yeah, I mean, if you bought a ticket, you were in for a show on Saturday. And we were, Ward, we were just talking uh, during the, the last break, again, just how difficult it has been for the one seeds in this tournament. Of course, you know, Baylor being knocked out by North Carolina, and as Jerry Hill mentioned, they're an eight, but probably should have been a little bit higher. But even at that, uh, Arizona uh, n- nearly got to go back to to Arizona last night <laughs> instead of moving on in the NCAA because TCU gave them everything they wanted mm-hmm. and then some. Uh, Kansas and, and Creighton was a terrific game, yeah. terrific game, and uh, you know so your your one seeds were in they were in some epic and again Gonzaga the the overall number one seed. I mean, they got pushed around this weekend yeah, as well. Memphis gave them a little bit, too. And, and, and on opening day, I mean, for the first 20 minutes or so, you're like, huh? Mm-hmm. You know? But so it, it's it's there. The, the parody is there in, in basketball. I, I can't wait for this weekend in the in the Sweet, sweet 16 uh, 
just wish the Bears were there, but unfortunately they're not. But I, I'll say this uh, again: the entertainment factor uh, for these for these games are unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. All right, eighteen minutes after eight, this is game time here on ESPN. ESPN Central Texas, and want to remind you, Garrett and I were headed out to uh, to Fort Worth and all coming home from Fort Worth, uh, rather, and we uh, snuck a sneak peek over at Pioneer Steel and Pipes' new location. That's going to be a massive place. It is. It's coming along nice. I, I, you know, it's it's. I liked it. I like it. Opening soon, Pioneer Steel and Pipes' new location on Loop Three Forty, next door to Busby Feed, and. Man, we got to follow the construction kind of like we are uh, every time you drive by. It, uh, and, and they're going to be ready to move into that thing very, very soon. But right now, they're still in their uh, original location at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They've also got a location down in Bryan, and they're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, and on Saturdays from 8 until noon. They've been serving Central Texas since 19. 19- 43 family owned and operated and now Braden's at the helm and boy doing a terrific job and you know they carry all sizes of pipes from one half inch to 24 inches they also uh, have uh, custom metal buildings residential metal roofing uh, they have uh, hay and equipment barns garage and carport covers angle iron they're, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs again it's pioneer steel and pipe your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche group this is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. A risk for severe weather is underway as scattered showers will develop this morning that will transition to the potential for some strong and possibly severe thunderstorms by this afternoon into the late evening. The main concerns will be the risk for large hail, tornadoes, and gusty winds anywhere between 45 to 50 miles per hour. Storms will move west to east and push out of central Texas around midnight tonight. Keep it here with Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for all the latest. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the post-game audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, we could do that. I could just read them to you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Total 
Local Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Hey, you! Ever wanted to learn a language like French or Spanish or even Norwegian but thought it'd be too difficult or time-consuming? Then try Babbel. Quick 10-minute lessons. Siesta. Babbola. Games, podcasts, even live online classes with a real teacher. Hola, clase. In no time, chatting about real-life topics will feel, well, effortless. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. Day 24, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time for a Monday. If you want to join us, you certainly can. You know, you know the drill. Our uh, CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Okay, I'm going to start with Ward. Ward, what's your bracket look like over on the men's side? Uh, as far as who's still intact yeah, in the I mean, final are you four? okay? Yeah, I mean, three, what, of, three of four of my final four are still there. Only one out is Kentucky. I've never seen so much ink on a bracket as <laughs> – Garrett's bracket. I'm gonna tell you, this is the worst bracket I've ever done in my life. It's atrocious. Um, I I have two Final Four teams left, and my national championship intact, and that is Gonzaga and Arizona. I think Tech can beat Gonzaga. I think Tech will beat Gonzaga. Um, but yeah. And as far as Sweet well, if 16, you think that, then why didn't you write it look, down? Okay, I, I don't know. <laughs> in hindsight, I've just completely jacked this up. It, 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 you know, I'm going to do better next year. That's all I can do, right? I can only, it can only get better, I hope. But as far as Sweet 16 teams, I have Gonzaga and Tech. I have UCLA still alive. Arizona and Houston. Uh, I got Villanova, Kansas, and Auburn. The rest is just a disaster. Well, you got yes. Sweet Sixteen. I'm I'm still perfect in the West. I've missed one game in the South, so I've got Gonzaga, Arkansas Tech, Duke, uh, UCLA, Purdue. On the other side, I've got Providence, Kansas, Villanova, Michigan, Houston, and Arizona. Still good. Who? Not me. I got uh, Gonzaga, Tech, Duke, UCLA, and Purdue, and then I have. Uh, I'm uh, Arizona, 
Houston, Kansas, uh, Wisconsin, right? And I had Auburn, and Auburn took a nosedive, didn't Wisconsin's they? out. Yeah, okay, so that's right. Iowa State, that's right. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, and, and again, Auburn just took an absolute nosedive uh, this weekend in, in their second game. So, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, But as far as the Final Four, uh, I got Tech, Arizona, and Kansas still going. So That's the three I still have in the Final yeah, Four. Yeah. Because I thought Tech Kentucky would, got I, me. I thought right Tech would beat Gonzaga, so I wrote it down. Tech oh, okay. to beat Gonzaga. Okay. <laughs> I see. Shots fired. It's okay. I got you. <laughs> no, I look, I, I was trying to put some faith in Mark Few. I like him. I love what he's been able to build out there. I was like, okay, well, maybe this is the year. They're still not as good as last year, but this tech team, they are so good. And you know, I just I don't see Gonzaga being able to beat with them, expect beat them, especially the way they have struggled in the first two games. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Arkansas beats Gonzaga. You know what? That's a good that's a good matchup. And I got Arkansas still going. I I, I failed to mention them. I still got Arkansas going, so uh you I, I, I that's where I have Arkansas going out, but I got Gonzaga beating I, Arkansas. I do too, but I'm just saying I, I there it's a possibility that they can beat Gonzaga. It is, but look, I had Vermont, you know, so hey, what do I know? And that wouldn't be that big a deal. I mean, it, look, Arkansas's a four and played well in the SEC all year. Yeah. It, it's, you know, again, your caliber of competition through the course of the season. Uh, look, there was two teams in that left coast conference, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, and where's St. Mary's now? Home. They're, they're, they're in off season. I mean, so. we're talking about Tech and, and Gonzaga or Arkansas. They got to get by Duke, and Duke may be I, – I, that's, that's going to be a point. That's going to be a tough ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it, mean, it, Duke's got a lot of little magic happening right yeah, now. Yeah, they them. do. Well, and that's a great point. I mean, I, I was talking to a lot of the North Carolina media, and they said leading up to that game, the North Carolina Duke game, Coach K's last game, that the entire conversation, the entire conversation was about Coach K, and rightfully so. It said that, uh, that you know, th- that they felt like a lot of times those those Duke players were, were – uncomfortable with everything that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Duke runs them out of their own gym. But since that point, look how well that they've played. Duke has played. I mean, they've been able to, to get out of uh, to, to get out of Carolina and, and, and you know, and, and get into the tournament and, and just go settle in and play basketball. And they played well. I would love to see Carolina and Duke meet up in the Final Four. I think that would be really awesome. Uh, but, you know, I don't know if it'll happen, but we'll see. Well, interesting uh, how how all this is going on. But uh, if you're CBS, TBS, TNT, all part of that one big happy family, you got to be smiling ear to ear because you have had some unbelievable games, probably with some unbelievable ratings. No doubt. And then you mentioned it. I mean, you haven't you've got blue bloods in the mix that, that mm-hmm. are going to be on telev- televised too. So I think that definitely plays into it as well. So. Should be a lot of fun. So that that's a, a, a quick look at the uh, at the men's brackets. Eight twenty nine. 
Uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we're right back with more in just a moment. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Call Waco Foundation Repair today. Waco Foundation is a family-owned business specializing in foundation repair for your home or business. With over 40 years of experience in the construction industry, they take pride in all the work they do. If you see cracks, don't stress, call the best. Waco Foundation Repair. Call them today at 254-420-4910 for your free estimate. Or you can visit them on their website at wacofoundationrepair.com. That's wacofoundationrepair.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. March Madness is over for Baylor basketball with each team losing in the second round. The men were knocked out by North Carolina 93-86 in overtime. The women were upended by South Dakota 61-47. Texas A&M has advanced to the quarterfinals of the NIT after a 75-60 win over Oregon. They'll take on Wake Forest later this week for a shot at a trip at Madison Square Garden. Baylor baseball salvaged one win in its three-game home series with TCU, taking the Sunday game 7-3. The Bears softball team took two or three from McNeese and will be on the diamond tomorrow at home against Tarleton. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 833. Hang on a second. What the hell is that? Joseph will know. That's DJ Screw. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Text. Ward, is that one of your, your top ten? Go-to. It's a go-to song, Ward said. All right. Uh, we welcome into the program from the Houston Chronicle, Joseph Duarte. Joseph, good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, let, let's uh, let's jump right into this thing. Uh, Coach Sampson and, and the Cougars get it done, and they get it done in a big way, winning by 15 over the Illini. Talk a little bit, particularly about the the way that they just kind of separated from Illinois in in the second half. Well, you know, you, you, you look at you look at how they 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 got through the first half. Uh, you know, I, I believe uh, Kofi Cobert only had uh, four points at that point, or at least six, and you know they kind of weathered the storm and. You know, they just came out in the second half, and you know, they defensively, you know, it was what we've seen all year. Was we've seen, you know, really the beyond all year. But just, you know, they went out and the guard play is 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 what drives them. And you know, they had Tajay Moore, they had uh, Jamal Shedd, and uh, Kyler Edwards just sort of took control. And and from that point, uh, they got on a roll and. Illinois didn't know what what hit them. It was forty forty at one point, and and then that's when they just sort of uh, just put their foot on the gas and took off. But it, it, extremely impressive win for them, double digits, considering uh, you know not many people you know thought that they would would be at this point after everything they've been through, and a lot of people thought you know they would be a, one of those five seeds to get knocked out early. But uh, here they are, you know, once again, second weekend of the uh, the NCAA tournament. Does this offense run through more more times than not? Well, no. I actually, actually, they they would prefer that the offense runs through Josh Carlton and uh, you know guys like him and Fabian White and 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 more is, is really an interesting story. He you know get transfers in from from Cal State Bakersfield. He's the most athletic you know guy I've ever seen on the court. I mean, he does things that. You just wonder uh, how does how does he you know his hops I mean his head's hitting the rim uh, practically and he's a guy that they they've developed into you know Selvin said he's gone from Instagram dunker to a guy that you know they they can specifically do things for now and you know 21 points yesterday that's you know the game of his life and they uh, they needed it because they lost their 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 two top guards right before conference play and then you know you you have to look elsewhere and you know they went out and they got Kyler Edwards through the transfer portal from Texas Tech. Kyle J. Moore was in the transfer portal. Josh Card Josh Carlton was from the transfer portal. So they you know they sort of had to to find some guys to step up. But you no know, Tajay Moore that that was just one of those games where he took over yesterday. How do you compare like when you look at this backcourt with Moore and Shed do how did they compare to Arizona and just across the the league in general when you're looking at these back uh, these guards in March Madness? Well, uh, you know Jamal, you know Jamal Shed's a sophomore and he he's young and he's playing well beyond his years. I mean, the, the guy has been the to me one of the biggest keys for for Houston because you know you need a point guard that's going to um, be able to lead you in the tournament. He he makes such good decisions. Uh, you know he he can score when you need him, and then you, you but 
Houston's deal is, you know, the, all, all their guards can, can play defense, and, and they've always had good perimeter defenders, and, and that, that sort of is, is their recipe. And, and then, you know, they when you lost Sasser, he was your automatic scorer. They, they really don't have one. You know, you look at the three that we've talked about, you know, they, yeah, they can go for, for 20 on a given night, but it's not a every type of night deal. And I think that's what separates. You know, you look at Arizona's guards and you know they're they're big and and they can they can really score um and it's it's going to be an interesting matchup just because you know this this will be a you know one of those games where you know i don't think there's been a a, a trio or at least two guards like that that houston's uh really faced but but you know the the size between them will, will be a a, a a difference and and just the ability, you know, that they they have guys that are proven scores that can actually do it consistently. Whereas Houston is more of a, you know, let's spin the wheel and see who's going to be that guy on on any given night. Joseph, we t- we talk about Houston's offense, but defensively they they limited the Illini to fifty three points, including just seven second chance points. Yeah, and and you know you look at, uh, at what Kofi Coburn did. You know, he had 19, but Kelvin Sampson was, was more impressed in the fact that he, he only took 11 shots. And, but, yeah, that's what they, that's what they do defensively. And, and they, uh, you know, they, they seem to, with the, with the big men, they have, they have something called the monster uh, that they, where they, they roll over two guys and, you know, uh, in the post. And then they have, uh, you know, double teams and stuff like that where it, it, it works. And, uh, and then as, as overall defensively, you know they they just find a way to to frustrate you. You know they 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 force turnovers. You know they it just it's one that's what their bread and butter is, and it, it goes back so far where where you know Kelvin just that's what he preaches. Uh, you can come into this program and you can be the 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 guy who scored you know a million points, and it doesn't matter if you don't play defense, if you don't uh, do those hustle plays. Uh, you, you're just you're not you're not going to fit. You're he's not even going to be looking at you to begin with. But that's what he emphasizes more than anything. But their their defense is what is what drives the offense, and, it, and it's what's gotten them uh, this far. You know, in several years. You know, you look at last year. You know, the, the game that they struggled. Baylor. You know, that was that was a tough matchup. And and no matter what kind of defense you have. But overall, you know, Kelvin just he demands that, and uh, they're just so good that it's sort of what you expect at this point. Do you think that run that they made at the conference tournament there in Fort Worth kind of helped them get to this point? That momentum that they gained through that conference tournament. Well, you know, the the Memphis game was big for them. They they needed that one because of how things had gone in the first two meetings with Memphis. They the the quote was we wanted to leave no doubt who the best team in the conference was. So yeah, I I think if you if, if you could have asked them they, they would have preferred not to play the other two games and just play Memphis because, you know, they're on fumes. You know, this is a team that plays a seven sometimes eight man rotation. Uh and that's how it's been since the the end of December. But to go through that run, get a little bit of, you know, like you said, some momentum going it was huge, and and the Memphis game sort of was was the catalyst because they they uh they needed to to prove that the first two times that they played Memphis with all the turnovers and all the struggles that that wasn't uh, who they are. 
how important is this game going to be against Arizona? The fact that it's in San Antonio and it's essentially going to be a home game for Houston. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the key. Now, you know, I guess they're playing at AT and T Center, so yeah, it's just a matter of, of of the ability. They haven't had a game you know like this in the tournament where they've been this close to home. Uh, at least recently, to to do it, so you know they're 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 trying to, to they're trying to pack this place in and 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 make it like a, a home court event, and it, and it should be. Uh, but you know, you know, Kilvin Anson said that you know they just they have got to go in there and you know regardless of where where it's at, they they've got to you know it's it's a tougher road. You know, last year it all set up for them. Uh, they they didn't play a, a single digit team on the way to the the final four this time. You know, you have to play the the four Illinois. If you if you then you get the one Arizona, and if you win, you probably get the two uh, Villanova. So they're going to have to work through this one. But certainly uh, playing close to home, uh, just the logistics of, of the bus ride and not having to, to fly long distance, it should play in their favor. Hey, Justin, man, we uh, we certainly appreciate your time today, as always. Thanks for uh, for being a part of the program and uh, look forward to uh, to following the Cougars throughout throughout the tournament. No, thank you, guys. You have a good day. You do the same. That's uh, Joseph Durante. Uh, handles the uh, the beat writer for the Houston Chronicle, covering the Houston Cougars. And, uh, you know, again, when you limit your opponent – to fifty something points for what fifty three, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna no I don't care how you're shooting the ball you're gonna give yourself a chance to win the game and be in the game and that's that's what they I mean they will play they're going to play defense I mean that's just kind of a calling card of uh, Kelvin Sampson's teams they're gonna get after it mm-hmm. so uh, all right uh, eight forty three we're seventeen away from nine we got rain in the area more rain coming this afternoon some rain tonight. Uh, uh, a chance for some severe weather, so stay close to your radio. We'll keep you posted on what's going on. Our staff meteorologist Ward White will be will be. I mean, <laughs> he's got the. He's the mechanic. He's, he's the meteorologist. He's, he's the, the vocalist. Musician. Yeah, he, he he he's got a he's got that Doppler radar man. I mean, he's 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 got. I did not know, you know, at his house, he's got his dog Coco, and mm-hmm. his Doppler radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a. Uh, you know, nice setup. Some of us, ready. some of us have big screen TVs. <laughs> He's got a Doppler radar. I mean, I don't. So there you go. Uh, hey, we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And uh, you, uh, if you're in the market for a, a vehicle with power, performance, and reliability, look no further than uh, Alan Samuels and, and look for the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition. Beautiful, beautiful vehicle. You can check out the Ram fifteen hundred Lone Star Edition at Allen Samuels. And if uh, maybe you're in the in, in the in the market for a Jeep, uh, you can choose from a, a wide range of uh, Jeep models, including the twenty twenty two Jeep Grand Cherokee. Man, that is the uh, that is a beautiful, beautiful vehicle and uh, just a terrific automobile. So check that out and check them all out at Allen. And you're saying, well, how can I check it out? It's raining. I don't want to go. Walked a lot while it's raining. Well, go to alansamuelsdcj.com. alansamuelsdcj.com. And and you can kick tires virtually at alansamuelsdcj.com. You you can do that. And then once you figure out, hey, that I want to look at that one. I want that one. And I I want that one, but I want it maybe in a uh, in a different color. Maybe I want chartreuse. You know, something like that, or uh, or a lime looking color. Uh, it, then you know, then then you you pick up the phone and you call. 
uh, Alan Samuels at 772-1000. I, I would actually recommend going over there and saying, hey, look, I, I want one that is, uh, you know, bright pink or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I promise you, Ted Teague and his staff, if it's there, they'll locate it and find it and get it for you. That, that's what they do. They got a great selection of new vehicles, got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, and they got an outstanding service department that is ready to serve you and all of your needs at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. That's just down from Highway 84. Uh, and, again, the uh, the website is allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. StarTex Propane has been servicing McLennan and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Call Alan Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Alan Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Alan Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. 
Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. March Madness is over for Baylor basketball with each team losing in the second round. The men were knocked out by North Carolina 93-86 in overtime. The women were upended by South Dakota 61-47. Texas A&M has advanced to the quarterfinals of the NIT after a 75-60 win over Oregon. They'll take on the Wake Forest later this week for a shot at a trip at Madison Square Garden. Baylor baseball salvaged one win in its three-game home series with TCU, taking the Sunday game 7-3. The Bears softball team took two or three from McNeese and will be on the diamond tomorrow at home against Tarleton. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Gary, glad to have you with us. Uh, as we roll through a, what is it, Monday? Yeah, it's Monday. Uh, with rain in the area and just looks like Monday, doesn't it? Nice and pleasant. <laughs> it just looks like Monday. We were we were just talking about uh, the uh, 93-86 overtime win, uh, North Carolina over Baylor on Saturday up in Fort Worth at Dickey's Arena. Uh, and, you know, and, and the difficulty in today's today's game for teams to, to repeat. I mean, you know, look how hard it is for – uh, a team to repeat as a conference champion. And, you know, we go back and, you know, the conversation goes, if 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 COVID didn't strike, then surely Baylor was going to be a number one seed. And, and to have three consecutive years as a number one seed, that's, 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 that's wild. And, and to, to illustrate that, when's the last time a team has repeated as national champions? Well, I know it was Florida. I can't remember if it was 12 or if it was the year, if it was like 08. I believe it was 06, 07. 06, 07. I mean, st- stop and think about that. Stop and think about how long it's been since you've had uh, repeat teams. And, and, you know, we've had a lot of conversation over the last few days about blue bloods. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, and there's still blue bloods out there. But those blue bloods aren't repeating. I mean, no. you, you're not seeing teams repeat. You're not, you know, the Carolinas, the Dukes, the UCLAs, the Kansases, all those guys that are, you know, that are considered blue bloods. In the game, you know, uh, once upon a time, Indiana, you know, those guys, you, you don't see that. that. Well, because basketball was in dire straits. So you had a t- bunch of the one and dones. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Baylor had the best opportunity of anybody in a long, long time. They just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. And if, if that team was healthy, I'm not saying that they'd have won the national championship, but I think they would have had a much better shot if they could have been 100% healthy. Even if they would have been 50% healthy, I think that they would probably still be playing right now and have a chance to have the best chance of anybody since 06, 07 to repeat as national champions. That, I, it, you know, and, and look, we talked about how it's changing. It, it may continue to change, and we may see some teams start having opportunities because the one-and-done is over now. You have Langston. You had Chamwa Chachua, uh, yeah, LJ Cryer, all those guys that uh, that were not available. And, you know, I, I got to thinking about it. Not only with them out, that hurts, but it also puts stress, more stress and strain on the guys that are quote-unquote healthy because they're having to play more minutes. And I'm telling you, in Saturday's game, as physical as that basketball game was, are you kidding me already? No, I mean, it definitely, you know, it's one of those things. But it also on the other side of that, it benefits guys like Del Bonner. It benefits mm-hmm. Jordan Turner being able to get out there and get those valuable reps in, in tournament atmosphere. I think that's something that when if they come back, which they should, uh, that should definitely benefit them. But not having Shoma Chachua and, and LJ Cryer, that definitely hindered Baylor. I think that if those guys, or even one of them, would have been on the court, they could have beat North Carolina. But, you know, it's one of those double-edged sword type things uh, when you're looking at the Baylor roster. All right, uh, baseball-wise, as we mentioned earlier in the program, uh, Steve Rodriguez's team got a huge win over number 21 TCU, 7-3 yesterday to salvage a game in that series. Now the Bears will play a uh, midweek game on Tuesday at at Baylor Ballpark, and then they will hit the road again. They got UTSA, the Roadrunners, coming in Tuesday night, uh, tomorrow night at 6.30, and then they hit the road. They're going to Norman for a three-game set in Oklahoma. Meanwhile, the uh, Baylor softball team will – they'll be in action tomorrow as well. They got Tarleton coming in for a doubleheader tomorrow afternoon, and then they'll also be in Norman, Oklahoma uh, over the weekend for a uh, three-game series. That's interesting that both your baseball and your softball teams end up on the road in the same location the the, uh, the same weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what's going on uh, baseball and softball-wise. So we'll have those games for you tomorrow, the baseball game here on ESPN and the softball game over on uh, Cool 101.3 FM. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us this uh, this morning. Don't forget John Morris is coming up at 3 o'clock today. And uh, John is going to be talking Baylor baseball today on the program. So uh, he'll have Mike Taylor on the program uh, in the 3 o'clock hour. Matt Mosley at 4. Thanks to Jerry Hill and happy birthday to Jerry. Also, thanks to Joseph Duarte and Ryan Gilbert for being on the program. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the morning at 7.